It's the fourth Sunday of Advent. The Roman station today is the Basilica of the Twelve Apostles. Welcome to today's Advent cast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. From The Church's Year of Grace by Pius Parsh. Formerly, the Sunday was a-liturgical because the Ember Day ceremonies lasted well into Sunday morning. Later, when its liturgy was transferred to Saturday morning, another formulary was composed from the texts of the Ember Day Masses. Accordingly, the Introit, Gradual, and Communion are as on Wednesday and the Gospel as on Saturday. Thus, today's Mass serves as a belated Ember Day observance for those of the faithful who for some reason could not participate during the week, or we may regard it as a kind of Emberty observance for the whole assembled community, a grateful review of the past three months, and a covenant renewal for the coming quarter. The present Mass texts cover all of Advent. Once more we hear from the lips of our three Advent preachers words which have been ringing in our ears for three weeks. From Isaiah, drop down dew. From John the Baptist, prepare the way. From the Blessed Virgin, hail Mary. The prophet stands at the threshold, his rightful place since he belongs to the Old Testament. He repeats his immortal advent cry, and ours too, Let the earth open and bud forth the Savior. Upon entering the house of God, we meet the second preacher, John the Baptist. He precedes the Lord and leads the bridegroom, Christ, to his bride, the church. His is the voice crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. He is the dominant figure in the gospel, a position suited to him because his exhortations to repentance pinpoint our greatest moral task during Advent. Finally, as the offertory begins, Mary leads us to the altar, for her position is rightly in the Holy of Holies. Isaiah, in his role as prophet, stood outside the closed doors. The Baptist, as the preacher of repentance, is given a position in the pulpit during the liturgy of the word. But Mary exemplifies grace, and therefore she leads us to the altar, the altar upon which the Redeemer will descend, as he did into her virginal womb. This is the topmost rung in our anticipation of the Christmas mystery. Isaiah enkindles within us a longing for the Redeemer. John prepares his way into our hearts, while Mary signifies to us his coming in grace. Through the Eucharistic sacrifice, the church and the soul become like the Mother of God, true Christ-bearers. For us, Christmas must mean bringing Christ to the world. From From Advent to Epiphany by Father Patrick Troedek The Catholic religion commits us not only to having a regular and mortified life, but to bringing the virtue of humility to that life, under pain of falling into Phariseeism. It is good and praiseworthy to discipline oneself, to master one's passions, to act according to reason enlightened by the faith. In a word, it is good to observe a certain austerity in one's life, but once we are at that point, there is a new trap to avoid, that of pride. Scarcely have we begun to conquer certain of our faults than we start to consider ourselves superior to others. In reality, as soon as we are too satisfied with ourselves, too sure of ourselves, we begin to leave the path of virtue. As Bourdaloo said, 
We want to practice Christianity in all its severity, but we want to have the honor of doing so. We renounce certain enjoyments that religion condemns, but we encourage ourselves by the glory of having renounced them. We mortify ourselves in secret, but we do it so well that the secret soon stops being secret, and we manage by a hundred hints to make it public, all the while managing to preserve the semblance and appearance of modesty. To avoid this pitfall of pride, St. Bernard chose as a motto, Love to be unknown. That is the path which Jesus has hidden from the wise and the prudent to reveal it to the little ones. Lord Jesus, help me to practice what is austere in religion while avoiding anything that makes me stand out, any unseemly originality. Thank you.